Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. Whether you're chilling on your couch or in your coffin, stay tuned with us to keep you entertained. Today, Michaela Peterson talks about libertarians, conservatives, liberals, and, of course, failing societies. Let's get to it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. But there's, there's definitely something hollow about the lives we're leading now compared to the way people experience the world in the pre-20th century era. I wonder. Indeed. It's probably social media. I wonder if it's too much. Yes, I agree. And you can definitely pick that up in, in older books. Yeah. Uh, do you think that's just from, like, how much of that is from overstimulation? No, it's it's not overstimulation. It's um, not being in tune with reality, really. It's, it's like uh, everybody's kind of in a daze, almost. From just being exposed to so many things at the same time. Does that make you care less, almost? Maybe. Um, There's just so much going on. There's always been so much going on. I think there was always quite a lot going on in the past, though. And often it was way worse than what's going on now. Um, I mean, you know, a hundred years ago, we were losing 50,000 men a day in trenches. You know, A hundred years ago was World War I. And the entire nations were heaving at war with one another across the world. For the first, years at a time. the Great War, the war to end all wars. So... I don't know if it's that things are, uh, there's less or more going on necessarily. We're definitely more immediately stimulated. But I, I can't but feel this is a consequence of what's happened rather than the source of the problem. I, there seems to me something wrong with the way we use science. And I'm, I'm not, <laughs> not only that, science is hilarious today. Like, people, because of how money works, right, you only get funding for research that seems to blow open our reality and understanding of things. And so people, you know, over-talk what they've discovered. Oh, I've discovered the next big thing, but everything is the next big thing. And if everything is the next big thing, nothing is, right? Any person to have thought this, like C.S. Lewis and Julius Savola both came to the same conclusion, whereas, like, science... It, the, the locus of science is outside of humanity, uh, and so science is being done for its own sake, rather than for the sake of mankind. And actually, I think that we should put ourselves as the primary good here when we're doing science. And when mm -hmm. science is outside of us as the primary good, it's, I mean, for example, social media. What was the, what, who was the co-founder of social media, Facebook, who was like, look, we knew this was addictive and we did it anyway. Well, then you're not Right, so then you're evil. I'll do that for the good of the people using it because i mean social media sounds like a great idea hey you can easily contact your friends okay yeah we need to do it for our own good not for the good of the platform getting clicks to make money for advertisers and things like that that's a that's an external goal right right but again capitalism capitalism right we don't care about people we care about money we care about making a monopoly we care about multinational conglomerates that control as much wealth and power as possible so we cement our position and prevent anyone else from assailing it that's what we care about to the goal of actually making something good for us to use in the world 
And so, and a lot of science is like this. And so I'm just, and I, I'm not trying to just throw science entirely under the bus or something, but like there's, there's a definite external place that people regard more highly than the people themselves. And I'm really concerned about that. Like we, we use the term. I don't, I don't really understand what he's saying. He's saying science should not be done for the sake of just advancing knowledge, but it should be done for the sake of humanity. But isn't advancing knowledge for the good of humanity? I, I, I don't really, I don't really understand. Again, guys, perhaps I'm not uh, sophisticated enough to understand, and you guys can tell me in the in the comments what I, I I really I actually don't understand what he's trying to say here. It's objective all the time and universal, but like, what does that even mean? Like, what does objective mean? It means from the perspective of the universe, like a perspective of non mankind, like the universe as as a as a giant entire conceptual entity looks at something and is supposed to make a judgment. It's like, that's such a weird thing to aspire to. Like, can't we just use human judgments? We are humans, you know? It's uh, there's a reason why human judgment is not the best. And that's because a person can be convinced, right, that, you know, 2 plus 2 is 5. But if the person can be convinced that 2 plus 2 is 5, then the bridge falls over and people die. Right? Because here's what that sort of thinking leads to. Oh, it'll be fine. We can hire my, my uh, you know, my sister's uh, uncle. Right? Uh, sorry, which would be my uncle. Um, we can hire my uh, second cousin twice removed instead of um, lead engineer X. Because, I mean, he's part of the family and he, he needs to put food on the table. Right? as opposed to hiring the most qualified person for the job. That's what thinking socially rather than uh, objectively does, right? Or I'm the judge and it's my brother who's on trial. So even though he murdered someone, well, he's my brother and I care about my brother. So I'm not going to put my brother in jail. So he doesn't, right? That's what thinking subjectively does. So I actually, I disagree entirely with this perspective. No, I think it's very important to be objective, to think outside of humanity's limitations, or at least to try, because humans are not infallible, right? And so we need to have something that is in some ways idiot-proof, because we're the idiots, right? And that's what objectivity aims to do is, okay, I know I love my brother, but my brother is a murderer. And sadly, even though I love him and I would choose to not have him go to jail, he has to suffer the consequences. You see, that's being objective as opposed to being subjective, right? Again, perhaps my argument is poor and uh, I'm, I'm missing something here. But that's that's the impression I get here, that that objectivity is important to prevent us, to, to save us from ourselves, as it were. We are not the be-all, end-all, and that's what objectivity aims to do. It aims to say, there is something greater 
the underlying truths behind things and how we feel doesn't change those underlying truths and we shouldn't allow how we feel or our relationships to affect that. It's, it should be okay for us to make our human judgments from the perspective of our own two eyes looking at something. As human beings. Yes, but there are things that are there that can't be seen. What then? So I know I'm going on, but like this has really got me on a tangent. Um, but I, I just disagree. There's something wrong with the way we're conceiving of the world and we're trying to put it right. There's something wrong with it. it. Do you think... I don't think that's the fundamental problem. Like, actually, objectively speaking, TikTok is bad, right? And social media. But those people who are in control of it don't care about people. They care about money, right? Now, is he saying that corporations should have a goal other than making money? I think what he's actually making a case for is objective controls on businesses. If your business is objectively hurting humanity, then it should be stopped, right? And actually, this has happened. So, similar story was with uh, lead-based oil, right? So, gasoline that was lead-based going into cars and, and caused basically a global health crisis, right? And when it was determined that it did cause a global health crisis, it was stopped, right? Uh, laws were passed and, and uh, unleaded gasoline is, is where it went, right? And actually, it came out that the owners of these oil companies actually knew that it was bad for you and did it anyway, right, to, to cut costs. Um, similar idea with social media, right? The people knew that it was bad and they did it anyway. And laws should be passed to make it not allowed, right? Because it is objectively hurting reality. Because again, also with subjectivity as our, as our goal, well, everybody's opinion is valid, right? Um, Mark Zuckerberg, if you, if you make it illegal to have Facebook or to have social media, or, you know, you limit people's usage of social media, well, Mark Zuckerberg can't live in his 40, you know, $100 million mansion anymore. And his, and his kids, you know, he can't pay his child support anymore or whatever. You you get what I'm saying? He can't pay for his uh, $10 million a year private school anymore. And And he'll cry in his, in his bathroom, right? And don't we care about Mark's feelings? You see, you see what I'm saying? There has to be an objective standard that doesn't that, that go that, that's above the subjective, right? That this could just be kind. This could be okay. So, how do I describe this without sounding like a moron? Do you think this has anything to do with a lack of religion right now, or a lack of kind of Judeo-Christian beliefs as a foundation of society? Well, I mean, that was the foundation of society in the Dark Ages, and that didn't seem to help much. So, I don't know about that. It's funny because, like, it was the Renaissance, really, that gave us modern society. So, and that's just a repeat of Greco-Roman ideals and and thinking patterns, right? So, and they weren't Judeo-Christians, so... Because that would put you outside of, not not science, like that's a not exactly what I mean, yeah. but it would be the view of kind of the good of humanity 
you know, as a, as opposed to looking things looking at things through this objective scientific lens. This is very fail, like in my opinion. Again, guys, you let me know in the comments. Like, do you guys actually agree with this? Do you think we're being too objective and not subjective enough, and it's leading to problems in our society? I think it's the reverse. <coughs> I think too much subjectivity is leading to problems. That's what's led to, you know, like um, this wokeism and so on. The new, the new religion as womanism and, and so on. So I've, I've wondered, this. which is also objectively bad for society, because I wonder. So if you go back two hundred years, that in in philosophical circles, they they're questioning, or no, three hundred years. Uh, they're questioning whether the idea of a mechanical universe, a self-sustaining universe that doesn't require God to be a part of the universe and a sort of prime mover in the universe, will eventually destroy faith in God. And um, this was proposed by John Locke, and it was refuted by a chap called Berkeley. He said, no, look, you're going to create a, a world full of atheists if they don't believe God is the underpinning. That's right. That's what's happened. ...force of the universe. And John Locke, who himself was obviously a, a deeply religious man and wanted atheism outlawed, essentially just denied this. He said, no, no, that's not going to happen. Well, actually, he was wrong. That has happened. It has happened. You look around, especially in my country, almost everyone is either some version of agnostic, atheist, or nominally Christian, but never goes to church. The church attendance here is like 6%. Uh, it's yeah. really low. So in our sort of revealed religion, we're atheists. Uh, and so I don't know whether, you know, it's, it's a consequence of that, but I wouldn't be surprised if that turned out to be the case. It would not surprise me. And the thing is, I've struggled with this. I've got, I've got Christian friends. I'm like, look, you could just become a Christian. I'm like, no, I could also kind of hard. Yeah. Right. You can't just like suddenly become one. Exactly. I, I was really Well, I guess you could, but like, it's not the same. The, the, it requires some belief, you know, like uh, believing in uh, Santa Claus, right? It, you have to suspend your disbelief. Like, like when you're watching a movie or a TV show about superheroes, you know it's not possible what they do, but you suspend your disbelief so that you can enjoy the story, right? It's, it's kind of like that. Uh, I was actually thinking about uh, religion, like what, what its actual purpose is. And I was thinking, you know, these messages of God is the answer and, and things like that. What is God actually the answer to? Well, what? Loneliness? What ails you? Suffering? Okay. But what is actually happening when you're going to church? Well, when you're going to church, you're with a community of people that believe what you do. You're in a band, effectively. You're in a tribe with like-minded people. So it's actually happening when you go to church is you have a set of people that say, I am like you and I accept you, right? And that is the thing that is the answer. Of course, what's funny is you only come to conclusions like this when you're objective. So I, I, don't, I don't even know what to tell you, right? You can't be subjective and come to conclusions like this because you're, you're never thinking outside yourself when you're subjective. Okay, anyway, let's continue. He's in a, it's essentially a sort of irreligious society. And so 
No, that's actually false. 2023 society is religious. But what is the religion? It isn't Christianity. The dominant religion in 2023 in most Western societies is what? Does anyone know in the audience? It's actually womanism is the religion. They believe wokeism is the religion. All people are equal regardless of effort or ability. In the past, people were mistreated and you have to pay reparations today for, for uh, you know, if you're not in a, in a mistreated group and so on. Um, we should actively spend our resources to bring up those people to equality, even if it means uh, dumbing down society, ruining chances for actual competent people to get jobs and so on. It's it's a lot like communism. It's um, it's social, um, what's it called? Cultural, um, socialism. Anyway, let's continue. Or what? Uh, what is it called? Cultural Darwinism. Something like this is what I've the term I've heard before. I was I've been trying to explain. Look, I actually feel like maybe maybe it's a kind of disability or something. I just don't have the thing required to do the thing that you're asking me to do. Okay. Actually, that that is true. Genetically, uh, some people are born without the religious sense. That's actually a true... That's actually a fact. But, um, yeah, I I don't know. I I had a pretty big shift. uh, So, two years ago... She's a born-again Christian because she had a kid at 19. So, you know... Well, I grew up... Gotta trick a guy to marry you somehow. Second guy, by the way. Oh, and there's also the, the myriad plastic surgeries. But I digress. Look at pictures of her when she was younger and compared to now. In a totally, like, either atheist... It's not the meat. Well. Agnostic society, too, in Toronto. I didn't right. know anyone. I knew one person whose family went to church, and then he was always complaining, oh, I have to go to church, and then he stopped going to church. And that was the only, and I was like, oh, the weirdos that go to church. That was Damn. like, and, and then I had my dad and he told me, oh, yep. there's like importance in these stories. But I mean, it's hard to understand that when you. But I disrespect my father by going against his wishes while mentioning him at every turn for clicks and views. Like 10. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. and then a couple of years I had some weird, I just had too many weird, miraculous experiences where I, I finally like clicked in. And so now I believe in God, which is something that I had always been like, maybe, I don't know what's out there. Like, maybe it's a thing, but I never got it. And my mom converted to Catholicism and I was like, that seems to be working for you, but I don't get it. Um, I don't feel it. And I feel like from meeting Christians, specific Christians, the way they look at the world is definitely significantly different than how I grew up. Well, what they say is that religious people, they do have a sense of peace, and it's not, it's not a lie. They genuinely have um, more resilience to a lot of life's difficulties, and it's because they're able to trick themselves into, you know, believing that things are okay, and that, you know, there is a greater power look, looking over them. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be Christianity that, that does this. Again, what I'm, this isn't to say that I'm not religious or whatever. I, again, it's not really about me, but I digress. 
I, I grew up looking at it through a scientific objective lens. And it was pretty depressing, I would say. It was kind of harsh. But it's not something you can just click on. Oh, believe this. Yeah. Like, how? How are you supposed to believe that? No, I'm, I'm totally with you. Like, for, for me, I was never, I never felt like I lacked religion. There was nothing, there, there was no, like, hole there for me. I was just being a happy, normal person my whole life. You know, I've always <laughs> been pretty optimistic. Um, I, but I've never not believed in a sort of mechanical universe because it seems to be true to me i i I mean you're a totally subjective person so i guess whatever but there are there are definitely unanswered questions and but the the point i think you're making is totally true whatever it is i'm supposed to feel i just don't and i don't want to be an authentic about that but conversely (laughs) i am very sympathetic to the christians um i mean there there are you know a every christian i've ever met has been a lovely person right really stop the cap be good, really decent. That's always weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and, so, and, and so I look back at the new atheists. I think, why are you attacking these people? <laughs> you know, like, I'm, the, I'm the worst people on earth to attack than these people. Um, and then, you know, Christianity is the tradition of the West, right? It's, it's definitely the moral bedrock upon. Well, now it's wokeism, which our societies are based. And again, this is another place where the new atheists were just wrong. Really, you know, the Enlightenment, the secular rational world, wasn't something independent of Christianity. It was right, exactly. It's true. Um, and so, there's. I don't see why we would deny that. As a but it actually happened in this order. First came the rational movement, but it was paired with, you know, the um, the Greek god religion, and uh, you know, by extension, the Roman god religion. Then it was stripped away and replaced with Christianity. And those uh, ideas and thoughts were repressed. Christianity took hold during the medieval times. And then with the resurgence of those thoughts, but with Christianity at its base. So that's the order that it happened in. So self-evidently true, if you just know anything about the history of the evolution of our philosophies. So... That's another thing. Okay, well, you know, we, why can't we give Christianity its just due here in improving the world? Now, here's the thing. Christian ideas are actually good as an underpinning of society. Don't sleep around, uh, you know, have bedroom fun during marriage and so on. Of course, most of us, me included, haven't followed that. But, you know, such is life. Um, it's the situation I was born into. Um, you know, don't sleep around. Seven Deadly Sins and all that. Avoid that. It's not such a bad underpinning of society with uh, with the ideas of the Bible at its core. Better than wokeism, that's for sure. And I, I, there's nothing repugnant about Christian doctrine to me either. Right? Agreed. Indeed. But, you know, I'm not... I don't want to be like, well, Jesus was a great moral teacher. I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's uh, you know, he's supposed to represent the part of us that sacrifices for other people, which actually is, like, if you think about it, when you're in a family and you have children, that is, that is the Jesus in you. Because you are sacrificing for something outside of yourself, right? And you're making up for the sins of your past, right? Trying to 
to make up for that in the future, right? Effectively. I mean, obviously, it doesn't have to be as highbrow as all that, but... I mean, that's that's how I see it. Again, let me know in the comments what you think of that. That's not really as, as, as an asinine thing to say. But there's nothing repugnant about the religion, so I don't feel the need to attack it. I can think of far more repugnant religions to attack uh, if I... I'm inclined to agree. The two main branches of Christianity I don't think are so bad. felt inclined. So it, it's... I don't understand why we are more sympathetic to the Christians. Well, it's because there are forces out there that aim to drain people of as much money as possible, right? That wanted to rid the West of religion. That's the point. Is the ones who just get ignored, if not. So, for example, okay, communism, right? Its aim was to split church and state, making religion illegal. But why? It's for the purpose of controlling people. Don't believe the church's doctrine. No, no. Believe the communist doctrine. That's much better, right? It's not. But there it is. Persecuted. I mean, in, in my country, they're actively being persecuted by the state. For example, if you're a Christian woman and you go and pray silently in your own head outside an abortion clinic, you get arrested for having a thought crime. So... It- what? It's and if you, if you're if you're a Christian street preacher, you get arrested for spreading hate speech. What? So oh, that's yeah, crazy. So that's actually absurd. It's it's just remarkable. That's interesting. Yeah, that's weird. So if you have- that is extremely weird. That's actually that that is racism. I have two people that are, I remember there was this guy in downtown Toronto that <laughs> used to walk downtown and every time he, you passed him, he, he'd, he'd yell Jesus. And so you'd pass him and he's like, oh, like this guy yelling Jesus at yeah. you. So those, those people, uh, if they're of like Islam faith in the UK, that's okay, but it's not okay if they're Christians. I haven't heard this. That's not free speech then. That is racism. I've never seen an example of an Islamic preacher on the street being... Okay. Uh, As I said, the religion is wokeism. I rest my case. Okay, let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all the notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R. Tom and Bobby Dylan, Renaissance Press, and Brian, shout us to you, most recent Patreon subscriber. My Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Drop me a donation. Uh, sorry, I've already said that. You can buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios books. If you're interested in coaching, message me at the Helios blog at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, guys, especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.